Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about workplace diversity and inclusion committees. Do you have one? Are you part of it? We are thrilled to interview Lisa Haley. She's Deputy Director and Treasurer for the town of Leesburg, Virginia, and Chair of the Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion Committee for the Virginia Women in Public Finance. Lisa, so glad to have you here. Hey, Daryl. It's so great to be here. I'm excited to talk with you today, and I appreciate the reach out. Yeah, you know what? I want to ask you, with recent events, it's become more and more important to have diversity and inclusion in the workplace. How did your diversity, equality, and inclusion community come to be, and how did you become the chair? Well, I had recently been asked to join the uh, Virginia Women in Public Finance board um, to take a leadership role, and I had just literally begun that journey. I probably participated in maybe one uh, board call and this is kind of get my feet wet and and learning about what the different committees are and things. And then the George Floyd situation happened. And immediately the ladies involved in the the, um, association felt a strong call to hit reset. And, and asked me if I would consider leading the diversity committee. And I quickly accepted the, the um, opportunity. I, I felt like, you know, in this moment, um, at times we get called, and, and I just felt this is the time. And so I accepted, and, and it, we've been off and running ever since. So it happened quickly, happened fast, and... and I'm grateful for the opportunity. That's fantastic. I think that was a wake-up call for many uh, individuals, but definitely organizations. So what is the mission of the committee, and what are you hoping to accomplish? So the mission of the committee really is to foster more diversity and inclusion throughout the association. Um, the president, the, the current sitting president, Kathleen Bow, has a real heart for just wanting to better equip women. The organization is, is for women in public finance. We do things with men and, and all different types of groups, but the real charge of the association is to further um, cultivate, educate, and, and promote women in finance. And so the Diversity Commission, our vision that we're sort of, we're, we're on a learning journey, we're sort of walking through this as we go, is to really foster inclusion um, to to sort of put together a, a tapestry of, of people in the profession, women in the profession, and really just have that experience, promote and further and grow who we are and what we do. And so as the chair of the committee, my hope and goal, I want to start small. And when I say that, I say that because to me, this, this issue of diversity, equality, and inclusion, it, it's so massive, right? It's not, it's not a little one-time thing. It's, it's an over time sort of an approach. I want to see more participation, engagement, and retention of and 
women of color and and just promotion throughout the association. So that's kind of where we're starting. Um, I know that's a long answer, but but that's the goal is to just more inclusion, um, participation, engagement, and retention. I think those are our top. Um, that's the top goal and focus for for us right now. No, I love the long answer. I think diversity and inclusion is a a wide net. And I think sometimes it's kind of difficult to describe, you know, where we're headed with this. So it does matter. And I think it's interesting that it's going to evolve and over time and really go to different directions. But let's be honest, you know, you as a leader, you know this to be true as well. Sometimes the phrase diversity committee can create a here we go again type <laughs> type attitude with some employees. And I kind of use the air quotes with the here we go again. But right. have you had any pushback from employees? And if so, how do you navigate staying positive about the committee? That's such a great question. And I have to tell you, I don't think any great idea is an original one. There are very few of them. So I'm going to borrow one that, that has come across my, my radar recently. Um, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King has said so many powerful, impactful, truthful statements. And one of the things that he said that I just love is whatever affects one of us affects us all. And so I just have to, I believe that you have to come at it with an attitude of, you know, this is bigger than just me. And so when you get those attitudes of, oh, here we go again, and a great diversity, you know, it, it's, you have to step out of yourself. And, and, and really pause and sort of introspect and say, you know, this is bigger than me. This is more than me, right? And, and statistics show we're better with the differences that we have together than we are apart. And so I just, I do, I bring my positive attitude, my, you know, we can do better sort of momentum speeches, if you will. Um, the issues before us are human issues. And if you, and if you're a human and we all are, then you can get behind this and, and, you know, I, I like to, you're going to encounter negative Nellies everywhere and your type personalities. And, and I just, I try to hit them with positivity and gratitude and be like, you know what? Um, I do. I believe we can do better. We can do better together. And so that's kind of just my approach. Yeah, I think it's so important that really all of this stems from the mindset and skill set of the leader and the fact that your mindset is about inclusion in this and that it affects everyone. I think that will trickle down and it might take time, but it matters that the leader is in a place to where she believes that this is important for everybody. So I would imagine you don't want a diversity committee just to say you have one. So how important is it to have actual diversity represented on your diversity committee? And what are you doing to encourage employees to join? It's so funny that you say that because, you know, um, I think everybody has a role in it um, right now because of the racial tensions in our nation. We sort of have a moment where, you know, there's a couple approaches you can look at this. People of color have sort of been carrying this torch for a long time. And, and this is an opportunity for white people in communities, in associations to come alongside and, and sort of maybe do some heavy lifting, right? And so um, first, the first part of your question is how important is it to have diversity is paramount. And the reason it's paramount is because this is about experience and bringing that different experience to bear. And so you've got to have different people 
and different voices and different perspectives and, and, and experiences to, to, to have diversity work. And then what are we doing about it? It's just, you know, in our association, and it's really been refreshing and, and a little bit mind-blowing for me, is that it's just been the ladies in the committee talking about it. We did a couple of, as soon as we did our, um, um, the board voted and said, yes, we're going to have a diversity committee and we're, we're committed to this. We put it out to the association and immediately we started getting responses like, I, I was blown away because I thought, okay, I'm going to have to go knocking on doors. And, and I didn't. People were seeking it out. And it just, again, taking advantage of the moment that we're in really just opened the door. And so we've just been asking and, and people are hungry. They want to learn and they want to they want to do better and do more and, and be involved and be part of something. And so it's really just, I feel like there's, it's sort of, uh, there's a longing and a yearning. And, and, and when you, when you put that commitment to it, it, it's for us, it's coming together. But I mean, if people are wondering how we do it, I really believe it's just word of mouth in the, in the circles that you run in, talk about it, make it something that you, you mention and, and develop and, and it'll, it'll come forth. I think it's so true that there is a time right now where people are longing and looking for something. And mm-hmm. it seems like your organization was the right time, but also the right leadership, if I can brag on you, in terms of really putting it out there and casting that wider net to get people involved. Now, with that, as you know, and you've been in other committees before in your younger career, maybe even more recently, where leadership may or may not be part of the committee. So I, I think senior leadership is paramount to garner trust for team members. Do you feel it's important for director level personnel like yourself to be part of a committee like this? Yeah, I am. It's funny. I'm a big believer that however an organization goes, an association or what have you, it's driven by the top. The leadership sets the tone. And and, um, so if, if you're in a leadership position, we are all in leadership positions, but if you hold a senior level um, title of some sort, it, it's kind of incumbent upon you to, to, to set the example. I tend to lean towards servant leadership, and to me, it's, just, it's a natural fit into to what I believe and what I do. And, and so on some levels, it's a labor of love, but it's one that I just, I just feel like it, it sort of comes naturally. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a doer, and so doers do. And, and you know, you, you see a need and, and you, you want to be involved and, and do what you can. And so, um, but I do. I think it's very important for people in leadership positions to set the tone and to, and to lead by example. Yeah, I know there are some listeners right now that are, you know, considering a diversity committee and their organization, or maybe they kind of have one but it's not really gaining the legs that they want. So what are your suggestions for other organizations that want to start a diversity and inclusion committee or just recharge their existing one? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think there's a couple of things, and, and this has been my mantra as, as we've started this journey. We, we keep calling it a learning journey, what our group is going through, because we are, we're trying to learn and grow and, and understand one another better. And to me, you have to set a couple of things straight in your mind at the outset. One is we're going to get it wrong and we're going to mess it up and, and just accept that because we're talking about people and relationships and there's going to be some uncomfortable moments and things that it's okay. Embrace that. 
you know, um, it, it, I think that's important. And then be willing to sit with that un- uncomfortableness if it comes. It, it, you don't have to stay there, but you, you, you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room, if you will, it, on some levels. And the other big thing is we have to be open and willing to educate ourselves. And I don't just mean, you know, white people. I mean all people. We need to educate ourselves on what the issues are, what the problems are, and to learn to listen to one another. We all have, you know, predisposed sort of perspectives and things. But you got to open up your ears and your mind to others. And then I think that starts the process. So those two things I think are big. Just be willing to mess up and, and educate, listen, and learn. I think it's so important for a director level like yourself to tell other people, hey, you know what? You're going to mess up. That's just part of this process. Because I do think we have this sense of it's got to be perfect before I can get involved. or It's got to be perfect to move forward. And you're kind of saying already, look, we're not going to have all of our ducks in a row. We're not going to wait until then to get started. So that's a great get reminder. And I think the as far as recharging, if you already kind of have one, as you can hear in Lisa's voice, that there's a little more passion behind this and cast that water and that bring in some great ideas. And you'd be surprised how your existing committee can really flourish. So finally, I just want to ask you about unity in general, you know, from your experience. And we've gone through a lot in this country and recent months, but this has always been an issue. What are your thoughts on having unity in the workplace? Because look, we have our family life, we have in the community, but I think our second home is where we work. So what are your closing thoughts on just unity where you work? Yeah, um, this is a great, great question. You know, we do, we tend to compartmentalize, you know, we have our home life and we have our work life. And and I think, and again, I'm going to borrow something that somebody much smarter than me has said, and, and that is that you have to be willing to experience somebody else and, and be willing to learn how to experience them. How do, how do they want to be known and how, how do you want to be known? And, and from that, you build a unity and a support system. And, and I love this idea and, and just what you're doing with this podcast, you know, promoting unity. What does it look like and what is it, how do we get there? And those are kind of the, the key things. And, and, and I think it starts with simple little things. It's just learning to experience somebody else and, and, and step into where they are, you know, and that comes with a simple conversation. Uh, not just a, hey, how's it going, but a really, you know, try to, to bridge some form of relationship. And, and through that, we will, I think, make better strides towards a more unified workforce, a more unified world. So those are my two cents and a nickel. I don't know. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening and you already are on the Virginia Women in Public Finance and, and you're part of this committee. Hey, this is your chair speaking. It's really nice to hear from a different point of view, her thoughts and feelings on the committee and just diversity and inclusion in general. And if you're in the Virginia area, so Lisa, correct me if I'm wrong. If you are in the area and you want to join or be part of this committee, can they go online? How do they reach out to be part of the Virginia Women in Public Finance Diversity Committee? We are a chapter of a national organization. Um, you could also reach out. Um, our, our contact information is out there. Um, if you went through the National Women in Public Finance, you will find the Virginia chapter. Um, 
we have a little thing there where you can connect with us, and, and we would love to connect with you if you're in this area. Uh, we put out uh, lots of educational events, and, and um, before COVID, they, we were meeting more in person, but we're doing a lot more of the Zoom calls now. So, yeah, pretty much monthly, there's something out there on an educational, informational sort of format. The Diversity Commission has just started getting going, um, so we hope to have some programming here coming up in the next couple of months. So, um, yeah, so if you're interested, please reach out and look forward to, to connecting with you and, and chatting with you. And Daryl, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, it was great talking to you. I think the work that you're doing here, it, it, it's, it's impactful and it matters. So keep it up. It's a great job. I truly appreciate that. And I can tell our listeners now, because I was going to hold this to the very end. If you hear any, just a similarity in our voices, maybe in our pattern, maybe in our passion, because Lisa is my sister. This is Lisa <laughs> Ross Haley. And my, I have an older brother who's very successful living in the Virginia area. And my younger sister, who is probably smarter than all of us and oh, uh, really is, I immediately thought I wanted to speak to it's. I know listeners are thinking, hey, wait, they're brother and sister, but I am in awe of what my sister does. She brings a lot of light and leadership and energy to the town of Leesburg. And I'm really proud of her for this diversity committee. So I wanted to tell them you're my sister. I'm proud of that part too. So I love you much. I appreciate all that you do. And we will talk with you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lisa Haley. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Also, check out our Facebook page, Unity Works Podcast. We're going to keep Unity going. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you next week.